If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky podcast, the podcast dedicated to your development and helping you light all the way up. My name is Becky and I am business mentor, empowerment coach and founder of Get Lit Inc, the home to your business, career and personal development. And I am on a mission to help as many of you as I can shine brighter and access your fullest potential. It is time to shush that inner critic of yours, break through your limiting beliefs and self-defeating behaviours, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way and fearlessly step into your power so that you can build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. This podcast is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter and the inspired. Let's get lit. This is episode 34, the eight mistakes you might be making that are blocking your manifestations. Manifesting your desires isn't as far-fetched as you think, but there might be certain things that you are doing that are blocking you from attracting what you want into your life quickly. In this episode, I outline what you might be doing every single day, small things that might be holding you back from manifesting. And some of them, guys, might be quite a big surprise to you. Having a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing is one of the most basic principles that you can adopt to contribute to individual peace. Wayne Dyer. We become what we think about and energy flows where attention goes. Rhonda Byrne. Two quotes I absolutely love about manifesting. Guys, I am so excited to be back with the podcast um, in your ears today talking about the blocks that you might be making when it comes to calling in your manifestations. Now, when people talk of manifesting, they often talk about calling into your life what you want and attracting good things. That's genuinely, generally what we talk about when we think of manifesting. Most people think of it in the light of manifesting is calling into our life what we really want. You see, the thing is though, that most people don't know is that we are actually always manifesting. The life that you live right now you created it. So what most don't realize is that we are always manifesting our reality, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So manifesting doesn't actually always mean calling in the good into your life. Sometimes we can actually manifest problems, worries, challenges, and low vibrational things into our life. Now, often when you hear 
about manifesting. You hear the formula, get clear on what you want, set the intention, declare your desire out loud for that intention, change the beliefs and the thoughts that tell you that it isn't possible so that you can reframe them to really believe that that thing that you want to call into your life, you believe you are worthy of it. Then we are often told to get into the embodiment of feeling as though it already exists into our life, ask for it, and then open ourselves up to receiving. Now, that is a basic formula for manifestation. It absolutely works. But for me, it's so much deeper than that. For me, manifesting is embodying a way of life, a way of living, a way of living that is operating at your highest frequency, your highest energy. And you guys know me, I'm all about energy. And as we continue to bring you guys more episodes, we will be talking a lot more about raising your vibration. That for me is what get lit really means. Raising your vibration, lighting yourself up, expanding into your highest state. So for me, manifesting is so much deeper than just getting clear on what you want, asking the universe to bring it in and trusting that it's going to come. That works when you have already embodied high self-worth and high vibrational energy. Now, one of the biggest things that I think scares people about manifesting is that they think it's only available to the special few, which is absolutely not true at all. Manifesting isn't available to only a special few people with spiritual superpowers, not one bit. The truth is, is that everyone is manifesting their reality. There is no superpower or spiritual gift or qualification that you must have to be able to manifest. You actually already have the relevant qualifications required just by being yourself. So manifesting is something that we all do. If wherever you are right now, wherever you're sitting, wherever you're going, whatever you're traveling to, you have manifested that into your reality, whether it had been by getting clear on what you want, whether it had been by perhaps visualizing what it is that you want. Sometimes it might be just by a single thought that you've had in your mind. Our thoughts are incredibly powerful to what we attract and create into our lives, where we focus our energy in our lives. So what we're giving our attention to and our energy to, that is something that is super key when it comes to manifesting what we are calling and creating creating into our lives. I really like to call manifesting creating because I believe that that's what it is. You are the artist of your painting in your life. You created it. You are the author of the chapter of the next chapter in your life. You created it. We are always, always creating our reality. And yes, the universe absolutely steps in from time to time and pushes you in a certain direction or gives you the sign that you wanted to see or make something appear right when you need it. But for me, what I want to cover today, more importantly, is some of the fundamental mistakes, the everyday mistakes that you might be making when thinking about your manifestation journey. So a lot of these are often when people start to really get clear on what it is that they want in their lives. So I'm not going to be talking to you today about the clarity and how important that is. We will cover that in another episode. But some of you might be listening today because you've done the work. You know, you've started to get really clear on what it is that you want in your life. Perhaps you've started to think about what manifesting means. You've dabbled in it. You've you've got really clear. You've maybe done some work on your thoughts and your beliefs. And you feel that you're starting to have shifts. 
But perhaps you find yourself reverting back to past behaviors. Maybe you're calling in the same things, so the same partners or the same outcomes, or you might also be calling in things that are kind of the nearly not quites. So I always call them the nearly not quites, but essentially things that look a little bit like the things that you say that you want. So things that are super close to your manifestations and your desires, but they're never actually quite the full version. So maybe you're meeting guys that look like, you know, what it is that you want to manifest and perhaps they have certain traits of the things that you want to call into your life, but maybe there are some fundamental things missing or there are repeating patterns that come into your life or maybe things go really well for you in your life and then the same thing happens that trips you up and brings you back down to that lo-fi place. So perhaps you're thinking, you know, I've declared what I want I've done a bit of work around my beliefs. I've kind of put it out there to universe. I've put it on a mission board and, you know, I've got really clear on what it is that I want, but it's still not here. And here are some of the kind of eight things that I think are really fundamental when it comes to your manifestations that you might be doing that are actually blocking you. So when you feel like you're doing all the right things, but those things still aren't coming into your life. So the very first one is super simple, guys, and that might be that you might actually just not be trusting in time. So when we can feel like our manifestation isn't working, it's not coming in, we've done all the work, we've changed the beliefs, and you still haven't called in what you desire, it might be just as simple as it isn't your time right now. Like it just isn't your time yet. You know, I think it's so common for us to get really clear on our manifestations when we might say, okay, I really want this car. I really want this dream job, or I'm looking for this partner. Um, and we can really kind of sometimes go, okay, I've got clear on it now. When's it coming? And that initial thought of when is it coming? Why is it not come yet? Is actually a lack mentality thought. It's actually a I haven't got it yet. And when we are thinking from, I haven't got it yet, or where is it? We are actually thinking from worry and lack, and we cannot, cannot manifest from there. That's a whole nother topic. But sometimes it's as simple as just not being your time yet. So the universe knows that you have your own path, your own schedule of when things are meant to happen. There are still things in my life that I truly deeply desire that I have not manifested yet. Some of the things I think I know, I still need to do some work around my beliefs of having it because subconsciously there was probably a belief there um, that I don't deserve it or that I don't know how to have it or that it hasn't been something that I've always had. So I'm still absolutely working on those beliefs. But some things I've kind of just surrendered and sat back knowing perhaps it's just not my time yet. Perhaps I'm not meant to have that thing yet. Perhaps I'm meant to do other things in my life first. And when we can let go of that, it doesn't mean that just because something hasn't come super quick, that the universe isn't listening or that you're not worthy of it or that your manifestations aren't working or that you're bad at manifesting. You know, I always get women in our Q&As. I had a lovely lady in my Q&A and my Sunday Q&A the other week say to me, you know, I've got really clear on the fact that I really want a child and I'm doing all the right things and I've changed my beliefs and I've done my affirmations and I've done my meditations and I've done my visualizations. Where is it? Why has it not come yet? And my answer to her was simply like, maybe you are doing everything right. You know, she was like, am I doing this wrong? What have I not manifested? Am I not visualizing hard enough? Am I not seeing it every day? Am I not saying it out loud? And I was like, whoa, this is what I call manic manifesting. This is when you 
you get so clear on what you want that you become fixated on it and you get attached to the outcome and you're so desperate for it to come into your life that actually what you're doing when you're desperate is you're constricting the energy there, you're restricting it. You're almost being in such a need for it that you're telling the universe and actually what you're focusing on is your lack of it, the fact that you don't have it. And I just turned around and I said to her, honey, maybe it's just not your time yet. I know that hurts. I know that's hard to believe. I know sometimes we really want things when we want them because we'd love to be in control, but maybe it's just not your time yet. Maybe there is something you're meant to do still in work. Maybe you're meant to finish off a lesson somewhere else somewhere and that, that maybe you're meant to just enjoy your life a little bit more and, and, and fill it with purpose and joy and fulfillment. And when, when you do that, maybe it will come. So we can do all the practices to get us into alignment with what we want. But sometimes, guys, we've just got to let go and know that the universe will send us it when the time is right, not a minute sooner, not a minute later. And yes, I absolutely have days where I get impatient. I get sad that they're not here. I slip back into low vibe thinking. I scream at the universe and I ask it and I say, why have I not got this yet? I really deserve this. I'm making space for this in my life. I've done all the work. Where is it? You know, we all do that. But when I truly, truly, truly connect, I fall into this deep sense of trust when I really sit with it, you know, and I go into meditation and I calm myself down, I always sit there and I just trust and I have this feeling and knowing that that will happen at the perfect moment and not a minute sooner when they are meant to. So for me, something that I really, really want, and everyone that knows me knows this, you know, I would love to call in a relationship right now. And actually the real thing that I want is I would absolutely love to have children. 100% there's not a doubt in my mind. And sometimes I'm like, you know, I've done the work around this. I've created the space. I have changed my diary. I've made space in my calendar. I've done the work on my beliefs. I say my affirmations every day and it's not here yet. And whenever I sit in this feeling of, oh my God, maybe it's not meant for me. Maybe it's not happening for me. And then I come back into alignment and I really sit with it and I get back into my trusting nature. I know so deeply in my intuition. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it that I was born to be a mother. I know it. And so I have to sit back and I have to trust that the universe will bring it to me when the time is right. There have been some things that I've been working on in my career that I absolutely would not have been able to do this quickly had I have had children, you know, loads of my friends have children. I see their life. There is so much freedom in my life. I can get up now at 7am and record a podcast without having to worry about getting my kids up, getting them ready, getting them out the door or feeding them. And whilst that is something that I would love to do, and I look forward to those days, maybe perhaps my role and my purpose in this world right now is to do this, is to give you this podcast and to not have a child. So sometimes the things that we want aren't meant for us right now. And it doesn't mean that your manifesting game isn't strong or that you're not worthy or that it doesn't work or that manifesting is a load of crap. It just means that you're not ready for it yet. And sometimes it might also mean that it isn't ready for you. Sometimes we don't even think about that, that it might not be about us at all. So perhaps your partner is out there, he's around the corner, but maybe he's not ready for you. Maybe he's doing the work to get ready for you. So my ask is that you guys keep the faith that it is coming and also trust, you know what, if it doesn't come, maybe there's something greater out there for you. And can you indulge in that idea? Maybe if the version of something that you want doesn't come, Ever, 
Maybe that's because there's a greater gift out there for you. And when you open yourselves up to that and you can lean into that and you can trust that, that's when you allow those magical, magical things to come in. So really sit with that affirmation. I keep trust and faith that all is coming for me. That is meant for me of my highest good. I trust. I let go of the steering wheel. I step back and I let you lead the way, universe. Trust it. Trust that it will come to you as and when it is meant to. My second point, and this one's something I think doesn't get talked about a lot when we talk about manifesting, and we laugh about it and we joke about it, but it is one of the most important things to speed up or slow down your manifestations, and that is that perhaps you're not passing the tests that the universe is sending you. So this one is a biggie, guys. Um, The speed in which you manifest what you desire is really largely determined by the tests that you are sent and the tests that you pass or you fail. So every time you pass the test, you speed up your manifestation. And every time you fail it, you slow it down. When it comes to your manifesting, um, they are a really, like a really great way for us to communicate with the world how A, we really value ourselves and B, we really trust that what we actually want is out there. So who here kind of relates to the idea that when you get super clear on what you want, um, sometimes it might walk in, but it might have a a tiny different look um, or you're like, hmm, should I take this? Because it's kind of close to what I wanted, but it isn't quite the real deal. Like hands up who has had that. I have had that so much where you might sit down and you might go, do you know what? I'm done with that situation. That person is going. I want nothing to do with them anymore. I'm going to finally, you know, take control of my worth, reclaim my power. And I'm going to walk away from that toxic environment, that toxic relationship. And within a minute, that person texts you and you're like, oh, but he's actually being really nice. Actually, like maybe, maybe I've got that wrong. Like he's kind of making effort. So I'll give him one more try. Right. We all can relate to that. Him coming back in isn't because he's changed. Nobody changes overnight. Him coming back in is because the universe is like, all right, honey, let's see if you really mean that. Let's see if you're really done with him. And every time you take him, you're kind of saying to the universe, well, I'm actually not done with that toxic relationship. I'm actually not done with that situation. So quite often that happens. We can get really clear on what we want. So maybe perhaps a job that you're super keen on doing um, and uh, you find one and it's really similar, but you go in and the boss is um, absolutely like horrific. And this comes down to your values. You know, one real important thing when you're manifesting and something that's really important to do is to get clear on what you want, get clear on your values, but also get clear on what your, um, your absolutes and your non-negotiables are. So for example, you might want a job that, uh, allows you more flexible and freedom. So a non-negotiable for you is that you have to be finished work by five o'clock, um, so that you can get home and put the kids to bed or get home and practice, your hobby on the side, right? So that might be something that you, that's so important when you're manifesting the things that you want in life to get really clear on that. Like, what do I want? Um, what are the, what are the things I'll put up with? And what are the things that aren't same in a relationship? You know, what is really important to you? Like someone that, and everyone, and, and, and guys, it's really important to know here that what you want is important, not what the, the done thing is. So um, for some people in, in in relationships, it might be really important to have someone that makes them feel safe just because that's something that they've always needed. For someone else, it might be that they are really great at communicating and sharing how they feel. So you might want to have some negotiables and some non-negotiables to, to really help you when it comes to passing the tests. So for example, with the work with the work example, you will, might say, you know, as, uh, I have to be finished at five o'clock every day. That is all I'm looking for when I'm manifesting 
manifesting or creating or getting clear on what my next job looks like. But you might negotiate like negotiate that actually one of those days a week, it's fine. It's fine that if one day a week you're home late from work, that might be something that you are willing to part with. So that makes it easier for us when these nearly but not quite versions come into our life. So when I was in Dubai um, over the Christmas period, I you know realized I hadn't really uh, got super clear out loud what it was that I wanted in a partner. So I kid you not, guys, I walked down the I walked down the beach for half an hour and I spoke out loud to myself. I put my AirPods in so that people thought I was talking to someone on the phone. Has anyone ever done that, by the way? Like I do it all the time. Put my AirPods in, make it look like I'm voice noting and I'm just talking to myself. Um, and I walked down the beach and I said out loud exactly what I wanted to call into my life, right? I said, you know, I want him to look like this. I want him to be like this. I want him to be caring. I want him to be kind. And I kid you not, I walked back to my my bed at the at the beach club and the guy that looked exactly like what I'd said looks now with manifesting I very tend to not look at the looks but you know it's obviously important so um he looked exactly like it and, he, and we ended up talking he came and sat next to me we spoke a bit and much of his personality I was like oh my god he meditates mm, that's a clear cut like absolute yes for me um and as we kind of like progressed through our conversation there were there were loads of great things that I had said that I wanted. Um, but like a non-negotiable for me is someone who is consistent. And as I kind of got to know him a little bit more, he was really inconsistent with his behavior. Like one minute he was really lovely. One minute I wouldn't hear from him. And it was a real, real, real non-negotiable for me. And I was like, hang on a minute, but the universe has literally plonked someone right in front of me that is exactly, you know, looks to a T what my manifestation, what I want in a partner. Like, it has to be, it has to be, it has to be so, like, it was such a synchronicity moment. That I was like, well, of course I have to take it. Of course I have to stay in this situation. And then I realized it was a test from the universe saying like, look, dude, when you get really clear on what you want, we're going to send it to you very, very quickly. It was such a lesson for me to learn that actually when you do declare and you get really clear about what you want, those things can come in. Um, but it was also a test because some of his like negative traits were my non-negotiables. They were things that were so important to me. And I, I kind of I entertained it for a bit. And then I realized in that moment, my test was to turn around and walk away from that person and, you know, politely decline because it wasn't in alignment with the things that were my non-negotiables and they were they were quite like negative things they weren't small things like oh you know things you can just get over and perhaps like might be really precious of me they were quite big things that I was like red flag red flag red flag but because it was so quick after I'd said what I wanted and he literally looked exactly like I had manifested I was like oh it's too good to be true and I nearly took it and that is the problem with tests is when they look like what we want and this is often the case with tests the moment you get clear on what you want, the universe will always send you a test, a test to see if you believe that you are truly worthy of what you are having or what you want, whether you're going to settle for something less and whether you really want what you said you want. So it's like, if you, I always like to use an example of a waiter, if you're in a restaurant and um, you order salmon and you get given chicken, you're not going to take the chicken, are you? Like if you take the chicken, you're telling the universe that you didn't really want the salmon. So it's such a great opportunity for you with these tests. They're a great way for you to show that you really believe you're worthy of what you want, that you actually do want what you said you want, and that you trust that on the other side of you not taking what isn't what you want, 
that the true real deal is out there. So often your tests look really similar to your manifestations and that's where they're super hard guys, but they're missing like one vital ingredient or they don't match up to one of your non-negotiable values. And your ability to pass these tests is how you respond to them. So when you respond to something in a high self-worth state and you don't settle for anything less because you know that the real deal is out there and it's on the way for you, you pass. So you might find yourself failing a test because you're worried that something better may not come along and that it might be your only chance. So often we might take something or we might settle back into a situation because we don't trust that if we don't, better might not come. We might go, oh, but he's kind of good for this. So you know what? I'm going to take him because I'm not really sure if there's better out there or you know what? This job looks really great, but I was a super unflexible and it was really important to me that I kind of had more freedom in my life. But you know what? I'm going to take that job anyway because it's great money and and the universe sent it to me really, really quickly. And if I don't take it, you know, maybe there might not be better anything out there. That is living from lack, guys. That is living from distrust that the real deal is out there for you. So you have to really, when you're faced with those tests, you have to stand in your ground Keep yourself accountable and say, you know, does this person, this job, this item bring me total joy? Am I proud of this manifestation in its entirety? And if your gut tells you no, then listen to it. If you are going back to a situation that you know so deeply is not serving you, doesn't fill you up, doesn't light you up, leaves you low vibe, then you are telling the universe quite openly that you don't believe you deserve more. Therefore, guess what? It is not going to give you more. The universe is always, always listening. So I know it can be terrifying to uplevel your personal standards, but the reward is far greater than the risk, guys. When you say only yes to the things that you really want, you rise, you raise your vibration, and the universe can send you what it truly is that you want. So next time you say, no, I'm not doing that, and it walks back into your life, or the situation that is the same repeating pattern comes back in, ask yourself, is the universe testing me here? What can I do? How can I keep myself accountable? What are my values? And how can I stand in my ground? So the third block, the third thing that you might be doing that is stopping you from manifesting what you want is you actually might be afraid of outshining others and of your own success. So you guys all know by now that I truly believe that many of us actually fear success. You know, we fear being the girl that went for it. We fear shining our lights bright. So many of us associate success with shame and choose to play small because Success honestly can be isolating. Let's face it, people are incredibly quick to say, God, she loves herself, or Jesus, like, who does she think she is? Or more importantly, your success might trigger people who aren't doing. So I've had tons of clients say to me, to be honest, Becky, when I first saw you, you really triggered me. You really annoyed me because you had everything, you had all your shit together, which I absolutely don't. And I always try and share with people, you know, the the stuff that I don't have together at all. And they were like, but then I realized it was because I wasn't doing my work. You know, I wasn't showing up. And that's been some of the greatest realizations for me when I've got clear on people and been like, oh, she's really triggering me. And then I've sat with it and I've gone, why? And I'm like, oh, just because she's brave enough to actually show up as herself. That's why it's my own stuff. So you may experience resistance from those around you as you begin to manifest bigger items and change your life. Um, Unfortunately, I would love to say that 
you know, we're changing the entire world. And I absolutely certainly think that people are really changing their thinking and they are starting to believe that there is more out there for them too. However, there are people, that is the realisation is as you rise, you succeed. People won't be able to deal with it. People will you know, be triggered with their own wounds and their own insecurities and their own shame and their own guilt and their own fears and their own worries. That's not your problem. So the the issue of this is that sometimes we can subconsciously decide to stay small um, and not step up and not take what is rightfully ours because we're seeing that resistance and judgment and envy and laughter. So my advice to you on this is really start to dig deep on knowing that you are you're worthy of shining, guys. Like, it's your birthright to shine. Um, there is nothing stuck up or self, self-indulgent self to say that you're good. You know, I make my clients say it all the time. I make them say all the time how good they are at their job. When I'm on calls with them and I give them an idea, like any of my clients listening will know that I sit and I go, you know what, I am bloody good at my job. It's not self-indulgent. It's not overly confident. I, I just don't believe that that exists. And arrogance even, like, there's a fine line. But for me, when when arrogant is is deemed as is negative it usually is when they think that they're better than someone else or that that you know they talk down to people for me confidence is is an amazing thing and you know one of my clients the other week emailed me and said um I'm really proud of it. And then she put in brackets, not to big myself up, you know, not to be big headed. And I was like, dude, be big headed. Like you should be big headed. What you've done is incredible. So really start to A, surround yourself with people who lift you up. The more you surround yourself with people who are on the same level of you, you know, I've got so many incredible friends who are pushing themselves every day. They are doing the work on themselves. They are showing up big in their life and they lift me up and surrounding myself around them makes me feel like, yeah, you know what? I'm good. I'm confident. I'm I'm allowed to be confident. You know, we sit there and we talk about how amazing we are to each other and we big each other up and that makes us feel safe to know that it's okay to shine. Take responsibility for who is in your energy field and also just continue every day to affirm yourself and catch yourself when you perhaps shrink, stay small or don't do something at the fear of others judging you. Like really tune into that that idea that, you know, those that are going to be judging, those that might get triggered, those that might resist your growth and your success is all a reflection of their own self-worth. Nothing to do with you. It is not self-indulgent to shine, guys. My fourth thing that Um, For me, this is a really big one when it comes to uh, blocking what it is that you want to call into your life. And again, I think it's something we don't really talk about that much is perhaps you aren't ready to let go and say goodbye to the old version of you. So we often don't talk about the grief side of manifestation, the shedding, the letting go of our old belief systems, our old identity, the parts of us that we lived with for so long, you know, our familiars can feel really scary and overwhelming to let go of them. When you are starting to change your beliefs and, you know, you cannot manifest unless you really change the framework. So one of the fundamental things to calling what you want into your life is to really do the work around your identity, your beliefs, you know, what you believe is available to you, what your thinking is, you know, are you thinking positive? What are your majority of your thoughts every single day. And when we start to do personal development work, that's often the first thing that we really look at. We look at where are we holding ourselves back? You know, what is our negative thinking patterns? You know, self-awareness, realization at the root of every coach's program, you will always see that the first pillar is awareness. It's always realization. You know, we have to, when we, when we bring awareness into our life, only then 
can change happen. Great change happens, but it has to happen. And the, the first, you know, point of that change is awareness, awareness of what you're doing that's holding you back. So when you create a new reality or a new belief system and you commit to your higher self, it isn't sometimes just as straightforward as, hey, here's my new belief. Cool. Let's roll with it. There's a part of you that has to die away. You know, this was something big for me. I really resisted the shed. I really resisted letting go of that old version of me because quite frankly, I loved playing the victim. I felt safe there. We know our familiars. We, you know, after all, this person has been you for your entire life. She's kept you safe. Your inner critic, your critical mind, your ego, that version of you that tells you to sit down when you think about standing up, that version of you that tells you that you're not worthy, that you're not enough, that there's that people are better than you, that you're in competition with the rest of the world. That version of you has been a massive part of you your entire life and more often than not has kept you small and it's it's been your familiar, it's been your safety net and when she dies away, that's scary. There's grief that's got to take place. You know, that version that's been letting you sabotage yourself all of these years, she's been a big part of you. She's you and we have to love her for the lessons, you know, we have to love her for what she has done that's great for us. But what we don't talk about is, you know, sometimes we're not ready to shed that. And I see that so much with my clients, you know, and the ladies that do our wonderful courses, a lot of the girls that do our rise program, for example, the rise program was created to really help people rise. The first month is about realization R, the R of rise is realization. So the awareness in what holds you back, um, the I in rise is integrating new belief systems. So we help you get really clear on how to identify what those new beliefs are, how you can reframe it, how you can show up with affirmations, meditations and mantras. The S and rise is really tuning into your spirituality, your intuition, strengthening your intuitive self, you know, becoming more aware, strengthening your consciousness. You know, we help you get really clear on how to identify your signs and trust that the universe is out there for you. And then we start really looking at the E, the E is the embodiment. So that's when we help you manifest. That's when we help you get really clear on what it is that you want in your life, how you're going to show up, get clear on your values. But that first part is about releasing, releasing and realizing. And, you know, the women on that course and in that program find it really hard to let go. There's so much resistance there and it takes work. It's not a quick fix. I see it with my clients, you know, they, 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 they're starting a business, they get into this new belief system and they're, they're thriving and they're like, you know what, I've got this and I'm going to be super successful. But the old version of them really holds on tight to sabotage. So really make a commitment to yourself, guys, about what you are ready to let go of. It's the first thing. What are you ready to let go of? Where in your life are you holding on? What isn't serving you? But then what part of you is familiar and nourish that side, you know? Really talk to yourself and say it's safe to let go. When you start to do big things and you start to step out and your inner critic really shows up, witness it you know, say, I, I witness that this is not me. This is my inner critic. Thank you for keeping me safe, but you are free. Like send it away with love. You are free to walk away. I, I, I know I'm going to take the version. I'm going to take the pathway of my higher self. You really need to do the work around letting go and trust that it's okay and safe to let go. We have a meditation on the website, www.getlitinc.co.uk forward slash you are powerful, which will help you get ready to let go. You know, shed that old version of you, really cement that you are ready to walk into that new, that new version of yourself. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And I am super excited to announce to you guys that you can now officially pre-order my book, You Are Powerful, The Secret to Everyday Manifestation from Amazon when you search You Are Powerful or Becky Rabin. I am so excited for you guys to read this book. It will be out in August and I just cannot wait for you guys to get your hands on it. You Are Powerful is your best friend. It is your hype girl. It is your everyday toolkit to help you master manifesting your best life, to help you raise your vibration, break free from all the critical and sabotaging behaviors and beliefs that have held you back from having that dream life that you want. Number five, um, and this is key, and I'm going to be doing an entire episode on this. It's been a while since I have, and I kind of want to refresh you guys, but number five, the biggest block for you manifesting is you aren't being precious enough about your energy. Your energy, guys, is the single most important ingredient when it comes to manifesting your desires. you got to be up there. You have got to be up there high vibe to attract high vibe things. Now, there's a huge conversation at the moment about toxic positivity. Are we meant to say positive all the time? And I'm a firm, firm believer that we can't always stay in our expanded state. We can't always be high. You know, we have to come down. Something that goes up always has to come down. But I do believe that the work here is around knowing how in any moment to take yourself back up to that high vibe place, to raise your energy, to operate 90% of your life at that high vibe place knowing that when you do have those lower vibe days and you do feel sad and to allow it to feel it to let yourself have it to not shame or judge yourself for those days but to choose again when you can and the stronger you get the more resilient you get the more you raise your self-worth the easier it is the quicker it is that you can come back to that loving energy again but the truth is to attract high vibe things so to manifest good things into your life you have to be high vibe. High vibe things attract high vibe things. That is the science behind energy. High vibrational things, good things operate at a fast frequency and they attract one another. They are 
obsessed with one another. So low vibe things also attract low vibe things. So when we talk about our emotions in some of our other episodes, you know, those feelings of fear, shame, guilt, they're low vibe emotions. They move slowly. They attract low vibe things. So they attract problems. The more you're living in fear, the more you're attracting problems into your life. So what I want you to ask yourself is, are you really being precious about your energy? And when I say energy, I mean the thoughts that you're putting out there into the world, who you are letting in to your energy field, what you are surrounding yourself with, what you are doing every single day in your life. You know, what are your behaviors? Are they high vibe behaviors? Are you nourishing yourself? Are you looking after yourself? Are you moving? Are you getting enough sleep? Or are you rushed? Are you got your blinkers on every day, just running through life? Are you not sleeping enough? Are you eating food that doesn't serve you? Are you staying stagnant and not moving? That all affects your energy. Are you living your life committed to those high vibes? You've got to be fierce, guys, when it comes to protecting that energy of yours. Are you living from fear? Are you surrounding yourself with high vibrational people? Are you using positive words? Are you listening to your intuition? Are you serving and, um, you know, giving to people in a way that's nourishing or are you people pleasing? High vibe serving, low vibe people pleasing because people pleasing comes from fear. People People pleasing comes from if I don't please that person that I will not be liked. Serving comes from, I have this duty, I have this desire to help people in my life and I cannot do anything else other than want to do that. That lights me up different energy to both of them. Are you decontaminating your environment? Now, a big one, guys, is alcohol. You know, it's something I've had so much, so such oh, endless conversations with friends. You know, I love, 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 love a good glass of wine. But I notice every time I drink or drink more than appropriate amounts, that whole week, my whole energy is off. I'm tripping up. I'm stressed. I have um, a short fuse. I get aggressive. I get like agitated. Things don't go right. Problems occur. Always, 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 always after I've had a drink. You know, when I nourish myself well, I drink lots of water. I get good sleep. I move. I, you know, really do things that, you know, put music on in my energy, do my meditations, do my affirmations. Like, that is when great things come into my life. I speed up my manifestation. So if you are low vibe, you cannot manifest. It just doesn't work. So you have to be super precious about your energy. Who are you giving it to? I woke up the other day in a bit of a negative mindset. I was giving my energy to thoughts and and a person that wasn't serving me. And I sat there and I was like, I'm just not doing this. Yep, it sucked. Yep, it hurt. And yep, I'm going to feel those feelings. I'm going to let myself ride out those emotions. But you know what I'm going to do this morning? I'm going to just focus all my energy for a bit on what's good in my life. I'm going to focus all my energy on all the great things. I'm going to text a friend who does light me up, a friend that does make me feel good. I'm going to say my affirmations and I'm going to take control of what my energy looks like. You cannot control what happens to you in your life, but you can control your energy. You can control your environment. You can control your thoughts. And that, guys, is going to speed up your manifestations. When you raise your energy, you operate from a high vibrational place, your manifestations are going to come a lot quicker. Number six, I've kind of touched on this. And again, like, oh God, guys, each one of these could be an episode in their own right. And please, please, please like do reach out to us. If some of these really resonate with you and you want us to, us, you want me to expand on these more, whether it's with me or a guest. Um, But number six is you are too attached to the outcome. So Oh, attachment is literally the 
one one of the biggest slower downers of your desires. Attachment to an outcome, so a desired manifestation, is the surest way to ensure that you won't get it. When we're getting clear on what we want in life, we can really easily form attachments to them and become obsessed with them. So that conversation that I said to you about that lady that was like, you know, I really want to have children. It's not happening. I do my matter, you know, I'm doing my visualizations every day. I'm doing my affirmations every day. I'm picturing myself being pregnant every single day. Now, if you think about something that's coming to your life, if you think about something that you've really wanted, it's coming to your life quite often. When I speak to people, they tend to say to me, you know what it was like, I thought about that and, and I kind of forgot. And then it came into my life. All the great things that I've manifested tend to be the things, and the quicker the quicker I've manifested them, the ones that come really quickly, tend to be the things that I go, oh, you know what would be really nice? Like I could really do with a male mentor, actually. You know what? I like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for one because I think it's time for me to get another mentor. And then boom, all of a sudden I meet someone and he's a mentor. It's when you forget almost that something is what you want. I think when people start manifesting, they think that if they forget to visualize it or they forget to affirm it or they forget to do it, that the universe isn't going to hear them. The universe has always heard you. It heard you the first time. So yes, you can do visualizations of being pregnant every single day if that's what serves you, as long as your energy behind it is getting into tune with how exciting it feels to be pregnant right? Feeling it so that you're visualizing it, you're making it your reality. So Joe Dispenza talks about that a lot. He's like, always imagine your future potential, your future reality as though it's now. That is the key thing to to visualization, you know, getting into the embodiment of feeling what it would be like to have that thing as though you already have it. So one of the biggest things, everything to do with manifestation is all around getting into the feeling, which is why when you do any manifestation meditations, and we do have one on our website that you can go to on that same same URL, um, you can visualize your higher self. So what you actually might notice is actually all people are doing is asking you to get into a state of gratitude, is getting to a state of what it would feel like to really embody that feeling and enjoy, you know, as though it's already here. The energy behind it is what's going to help you manifest quicker or slower. If you are visualizing and you come out of that visualization and you're like, why is it not here yet? Or, oh my God, did I do it right? Or I hope that really worked. That's when there's fear behind it. When you do that visualization and you thoroughly enjoy it and you come off it and you're like high vibe and you're like, yep, boom, that thing is coming. So much so that I know I don't really need to visualize it tomorrow if I don't need to because it's coming. That's when it's going to come. So when we are attached to the outcome or we're wanting something to go in a certain way and we're focusing all of our energy and attention on it, what we're really doing sometimes is coming from a place of lack. We're really highlighting how much it doesn't already exist in our life. So it's very different. You know, sometimes great advice I had once from someone was like, you know, when you come home from a holiday, you get in, text someone and say, hey, like if you're wanting to call in a partner into your life, you know, I'm on my way home, babe, and like texting yourself. And, and I kid you not, I did that once. I came back from a trip. I text myself saying, can't wait to see you. And the next day I started hanging out with this guy and within three weeks we were dating you know, but there was no attachment to it. I didn't send the text and go, God, that was sad. Or God, lol, I'm role playing. You know, I was like, I just did it and I forgot about it. So your energy is infectious. And if you are attached to something or you're, you know, desperate for someone to tell you something or tell you that you you, you mean something or, or you're desperate for someone to buy from you, they're going to feel that. Energetically, people feel restricted by you when you're so desperate for it. Things are restricted by you when you're so desperate for it. People will subconsciously resist you because nobody wants to be controlled. So their subconscious will know that, that they're being controlled. So 
a, a great example is when I, you know, work with my clients and they are in a state where they want to attract more clients. So there are certain things in life that I think are easier to manifest because we don't have as much trauma attached to them. So relationships, for example, might be more difficult for someone to manifest because they might have more grief in their life. Perhaps um, a parent died, perhaps a partner died, or perhaps someone left them and really hurt them. You know, there's a lot more trauma attached to that desire. Uh, things like careers are a little bit easier for some because there isn't as much trauma or grief or, you know, negative belief systems that we have to rework to change a career. Often it's very linked to our self-esteem. So with my clients, a lot of them are like, oh, you know what? I'm just not getting clients. I can't get clients. Why aren't I getting clients? Becky, how do I get more clients? How can I, you know, a big thing in the industry at the moment is how can I make sure I'm earning this much per month? I'm only a successful coach when I earn this much per month. And when you get fixated on those numbers, and that's why I don't particularly love goals. I love intentions. You know, with everything I go into, I say I would love, my intention is to support 60 people through this course. Not my intention is to hit 60 if I don't, like my goal is to hit 60 because if I hit 59, I'm going to be upset, right? So it's about really, really looking at how attached you are to something. Because when I go onto a discovery call with a client, I'm like, look, listen, I will do everything to change your life. My courses that I created will support you to the nth degree. I put everything into it. But if it's not right for you, it's not right for you. My life doesn't un untangle if you don't come in. Whereas a lot of people will go onto a call and be like, oh my God, if I don't get this client, I can't pay my bills. If I don't get this, this isn't going to happen. If I don't get this, I'm not going to be a successful coach. And what we're actually doing there, guys, is we're coming from fear. We're actually manifesting from a place of, if this doesn't happen, then I won't, rather than I'm excited for this to happen. I trust that it's going to happen. So we really need to learn to kind of move away from our attachments and ask yourself if there's something that you want, are you strangling it? Are you desperate for it? Is your energy behind it of desperation and need? Because if it is, you're strangling the energy. You're, you're actually restricting yourself and you're keeping yourself closed off from really calling in what you want. We call them what we want when we're expanded. So really think about the things that have come into your life and ask yourself, did that just come into my life because I was operating at high vibe? That's the difference here. Get clear on what you want trust that it is coming and then focus on raising your vibration so that you are in a high vibe state and attractive state. And those good things will come in and sometimes they'll be better, way better than what you even thought you wanted. Number seven, and this one I think might, might surprise you a bit or blow your mind a little bit because I can imagine that a lot of people do this. So one of the things that we do that blocks our manifestations from coming in quickly is that we ask for what we want from a place of disliking about the current reality of what we have. So many of us ask for what we want, but we do it in a way that's focused on what we do not have. So our manifestations cannot come from what is missing. Again, we're living in lack. We cannot create good stuff from focusing on all that we do not have. It just doesn't work. So it's a really easy pattern to fall into when we're thinking about what we want is to focus our energy and our thinking and conversation on what we do not want. So how often, for example, have you wanted something? But instead of thinking about how lovely it will feel to have it, you think about how unhappy that you are that you do not have it or how crappy the version is that you have. So you might want a new car, for example. But what a lot of people do is they go, do you know what? I really want that new car because my car is just honestly awful. Like it's falling to pieces. I hate my car so much. You've given more energy and attention to the, the lack, the thing that you do not have and how crappy that version is. 
So instead of focusing on the amazing new car and be excited, you're actually focused on the problem too much. Wanting a car because you're excited to drive in luxury and something that you've worked really hard for and you love because you get to design your new car will get you your car. Thinking about how gross the version is that you have or how unlucky you are or how shit the version is that you have or how much, you know, you don't like it is not going to get you what you want. I had a client recently, um, really great example was she was working a full-time career and starting her business. She was starting her business as a coach. She was getting really clear on what she wanted. And she sent me a message prior to our call about how stressed she was, how difficult she was finding her hobby, how, you know, the career, um, the side hustle, how she was finding it really stressful organizing her events how she the thought of taking on a client was really scaring her and that she just wasn't really enjoying it she was finding it all too stressful now that's normal and obviously as a mentor that is my job to support people through that so of course being honest about how they're feeling is really important but I kind of looked at her and I kind of said to her on our call I was like your email on the first 20 minutes of this call has all been focused on all that is going wrong in your life or all that you find stressful about your side hustle, your new business. You're, you're giving most of your energy to, you know, you literally said to me, you're finding it really stressful, the thought of taking on clients. You're finding it really stressful at organizing the events for your new business. You're literally telling the world that you don't want clients, that you're going to find it stressful. So it's like, okay, dude, we won't send you more clients because if we send you more clients, you're going to find it really stressful. Like, that is big stuff. The universe is always listening. So I said to her, can we please, those fears are valid and we're going to work through those, but can we please focus all of our energy on how excited you are to host that workshop, how, how great it has been to support those women, how excited you are to come home from work and work on your business. Because if you're not doing that, you're telling the universe that you don't want it, that you're not excited about your business. So it's going to go, okay, I'm not giving, going to give you more business. Really, really look at when you get clear on what you want, or if you're ever talking about what you want, are you coming at it from a place of what you do not have? Are you stating what you do not have, what you don't like about the version that you have? Or are you talking from a positive, loving state about how excited you are, or how you already know it's already there? And my last point, guys, is you aren't being specific with your desires. So this is one of the biggest blocks for calling in what you want in your life is we think it's enough sometimes to just say, hey, I want a new car or hey, I want a new job or hey, I want a new boyfriend or hey, I want a business. And if you're not specific with it, the universe is going to send you it, but it might not be what you want. So you want jam on toast with a cider order of mushrooms? you're going to order the side order of mushrooms. You've got to say you want the mushrooms. I love using the waiter, the waiter analogies, but the, the, the waiter won't know otherwise. So that's how manifesting works. You've got to be specific. It's not enough just to say like, I want a new car. What color do you want? What do you want it to look like? How do you want to feel when you're driving it? What does the interior look like? How fast does it drive? It's in the specificity that the magic can happen. The more specific you get, the more information the waiter has for the order, the more it can make it as delicious as possible. You know, the more you've got to be so, so, so specific, in, like right down to what does it feel like to have that thing? How does it taste? How does that person speak to you? How are they texting you? You know, do they show up every day and ask you what, you, what, your, what your day looked like? You know, 
being specific isn't the same as being obsessive. Being specific allows you to then pass those tests when they come in because you know that that's not a negotiable for you. And so when you're really specific with how you want that thing to look or be or call into your life, that is when the universe knows what to deliver. It's only in the specificity that the magic can come in. It's just not enough. So really look back at what it is that you want to manifest. Get clear on what it is that you want to manifest. Say it and then go back to it. Go back to it and go back to it and go back to it and keep adding specificity. Keep adding and really embody the feeling of it when you are being specific. Really, really tap into what it is that you really want and why you really want it. What are your motivations behind that? So there you have it, guys. If this was useful, please share. Please let us know what your takeaway was. Remember, manifesting is available to all of us. And these eight things will be slowing you down. And if you can work on them, then your manifestations will come in so much quicker. And remember, guys, like really do that work around your beliefs. Really do that work around your thoughts, around your beliefs, because your energy, your feelings, your emotions, those thoughts and those beliefs affect how you behave. That is the basic principle of manifestation. Thoughts affect your feelings, which affect how you behave, which of course affects your reality. It affects your results. So really, really look at these things and ask yourself truthfully if you are doing them. And next time a test shows up, you've got to pass it. So you can head to our website, www.getlitinc.co.uk forward slash you are powerful. And on there, you will also find a quiz to really find where you are at with your manifestation powers. How tuned in are you to your manifestation powers? Are you a manifestation queen or are you a little bit dusty around the edges? Go and check it out. Thank you so much for listening and all my love. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to like, share and review us so that we can keep spreading this light and help more women light up together. Every time you share on your socials or with a friend, you help another person find us and help us spread that light further. If you are a regular around here, don't forget to click subscribe or follow, add us to your libraries so that you can be notified of all of our latest episodes. And don't forget to also check out all that we have to offer at www.getlitinc.co.uk. That is www.getlitinc.co.uk to help you drop self-doubt and truly step into your greatness. From our group coaching programs, workshops, courses, memberships, and our very own Get Lit Community Coaches, as well as tons of free resources aimed to help you excel in your personal lives, entrepreneurial journeys, and in your careers, we have absolutely everything for you. And if you are looking for a coach that is right for you, then don't forget to head to our expert directory, that is getlitinc.co.uk forward slash expert hyphen directory and you can see our incredible directory of approved coaches ready and raring to support you on your growth journey you know what time it is it is time to step into your power raise your vibration and get lit mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.